for my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. Here, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 360 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhardt. And I'm your host, Will Witten. Buddy, buddy, buddy. Episode 360. Ooh, 360. We've done a bunch of these. Um, we got some stuff to talk about tonight. Like, there's, we're, we're, there's like, you know, a pretty steady stream of like Cassian news, it seems. Like they're really promoting this pretty well. Like lots of little things here and there. Um, mm-hmm. And I imagine that's only going to kick up as we get closer to it coming out. Which, they hadn't moved the damn release date, would only be like 19 days from now or something. Mm-hmm. Fucking with me like that. So, we'll yeah, talk right. about that. So, check this shit out. You know how, I'd say at some point after I, I don't know, I'll be like, hey, you know where you should follow us? You know what I'm talking about, the business part of the show? And I have to list all these things off and it's clear that I've just like, I've got this little door in my brain that I access and fire it off real quick. You guys don't have the business door. Yeah. The business door, open the business door. And, and like, I take you on a tour of our social medias and, uh, how you can like support the podcast. Right. Boom, boom, boom. I don't have to do that anymore because our buddy, Sean Hoffman, he made us a website Blue Did he har- really? Yeah, blueharvest.rocks for all your Blue Harvest needs. You go there, like, let me pull it up. It looks real fucking slick. You know, I haven't looked at it on a, a web browser. I've only looked at it on my phone. Blueharvest.rocks. Shit, it looks so clean. You go here. And spell that for our listeners, rocks. Like rocks. R-O-C-K-S. R-O-C-K-S, blueharvest.rocks. You go there. Boom, right at the top, it says we got 4.9 stars on Apple Podcast. We're new boot goofing. Ooh. Oh, new boot goofing. Show. And then it's got links to our Twitter, uh, where you get us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, our Twitch, our Instagram, a button where you can send in voicemails and emails. Overcast. The fuck is Overcast? I don't know, but you can listen to us there. Our merch store, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, YouTube our RSS feed 
and Stone Cobra themselves got their own little tile. He made it so easy for everyone to get at us. I know. So, do that. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Oh, my God. Will, I just noticed a little Easter egg. I got to do screen share. Hold on. Uh I may have... I may have been partying a little too hard before the show. All right, can you see my screen? Yes. Okay, look at the tab where it says Blue Harvest. Look at to the left of the tab. I can't see it. What is it? That's a it's a little ri- a raccoon emoji. That's oh, a is it? goddamn ready player one hiding an Easter egg in this fucking website. I wonder if he's been sitting around all full of himself, himself and his talents, been like. I wonder how long it's going to take calls to notice that raccoon emoji. Well, I really like that Stone Cobra's got its own tab Mm -hmm. and it's a little snake on there in the form of an S. So, yeah. This man knows what he's doing. So, go check it out, buddies. Go check out our website. You can find all of our social medias there. And for the record, that Twitch channel that I pull off the shelf and just (laughs) dust off once a year when I'm like, eh, I don't know. It's 300. What should we do different? I don't know, man. Let's live stream it. And then I awkwardly sit in front of my computer and there's technical difficulties and I look like a fat ass David the Gnome. You know what I'm talking about? Well, guess what? We need somebody to run the computer while you and I play. Uh, Well, we, Will and I have been doing a tiny bit bit of streaming on Twitch, playing some Fortnite because, you know, we've been stomping kids in Fortnite. We've been doing a tiny bit of streaming. Um... And it's normally late night. It's not like a schedule. Like, hey, guys, come hang out. Mostly what happened is Steve and Nick don't want to play Fortnite with us, but they want to watch us play Fortnite, so they make us make me turn the stream on. But We'll turn it on so we can watch. Anyways, you can also go there and check out our Patreon, uh, where for as little as $3 a month, you can get access to our exclusive feed. Uh, Me and Johnny just put out... Uh, a new episode of Rogue 2. That's T with a double O on the Patreon. Um, nice. And then Will's got a cooking with Will coming up. A a requested. somebody. We we had people putting in requests and Will was like, I got you. Cooking with Will. That's this week up. was far busier than I initially anticipated it to be. And uh, it got complicated. But but that one is still, is still in the pot. It's just on the... And look at this. The multi-day simmer. You can, it even has, there's a preview of our Patreon. You can click on that and it shows you the newest stuff we put out. There's a listen now button. Does this motherfucker, it's got a, a plug in. You can even just listen to the web, the episodes on the website. I'm telling you, this man oh, is talented. Talent, boy. Talent. Sheesh. Chill out, Matthew Lillard and hackers. Sheesh. <laughs> okay. So we got some stuff. We got some house cleaning to do before we even mention the word Star Wars. I, it's been a it's been a crazy week for your buddy Halls. Well, and you were there for yeah. it. Well, for one of them. So the first one. So last night, Will and I are hanging out. We had just gotten done playing some games with Steve. We're playing a game uh-huh. together. Steve's like, all right, guys, I got to go to bed. He goes to bed, and Will's like, hey, you want to play some Fortnite? Fuck yeah, I want to play some Fortnite. So I, I, I step outside, you know, just to like, I don't know, breathe, do breathing ex- exercises, you know, to uh-huh. fucking center myself before I got to go battle a bunch of 11-year-olds on their last week of summer vacation 
all pissed right. off that they got to go do arithmetic and shit. Actually, so I'm they can there. go to school and talk about this one sick match. <laughs> I'm, so actually, where I got my ass kicked. Actually, I'm out there smoking a cigarette. I'm just hanging out and I'm on the headset with Will. And I see something coming at me out of the corner of my eye. And at first, my brain goes, oh shit, Walter got out again. And I turn and look, and no, it's not Walter. There's an armadillo smelling my foot. Literally right up on me, just smelling my foot, wiggling its little alien fucking ears. And this whole time, you're on the headset talking to me going, Will, Will, there's an armadillo. Well, there's an armadillo. He's right here. And I'm like, yeah, 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 armadillo, whatever. And you're like, no, really. He's right here. He's like right. He's not even getting scared or running away with me talking to you. He is staying right here. And then he sent me pics. Pics or it didn't happen. Buddy, when you look at those pictures, what's funny is they look a little blurry. And that's because my hands were shaking. I was so excited. And look, I talk a lot of game and I have for years like, oh, if a raccoon walked up to me, I'd pet it immediately. I'm the guy that thinks that like I could pet a tiger, you know what I mean? And be okay. I'd be cool with it. I'm telling you, man, I've always said I was a motherfucking animal whisperer and you guys never believed me. And then it happened and you got to listen to it. I did. I heard it happen. It's a damn (laughs) Dr. Doolittle moment. He just came up. And chilled out with you, was looking at you. Y'all had a little moment. And he toddled right the fuck off. There was a part. And started peeking in the window. There was a part where I muted the Xbox headset and was playing music for it on my phone. Just to like see if the music freaked it out. And plus, I don't know, we were just vibing. Let's listen to a little Dark Side of the Moon, moon, my dude. Like, you want to hang out? (laughs) We're going to hang out. You know what I mean? Armadillo, buddy. And so I talk all this game like, oh, I would pet it. And here I am with an, like, literally I could just reach my hand down cause he's now he's like parallel to me. Right. Or, or right. perpendicular to me, whichever one of those geometry terms. And I could just reach down and touch this armadillo if I want. He doesn't seem aggressive at all. Like we're, we've made eye contact and he's just looked at me, like looked into my eyes and didn't freak out at all. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, this is my moment. And that fucking, Eminem spaghetti spaghetti song was playing in my head. You know what I'm talking about? Mom's spaghetti. You only get one shot. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm talking to you. I'm talking, I'm messaging someone and a goddamn hero moments before I probably would have petted this thing says, don't pet it. They carry leprosy. (laughs) And bro, the last thing I need is some medieval bring out your dead ass disease. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> with your fingers falling off and shit. Like that is not the, the, in the fucked up bingo card of 2022. I ain't going out like that. You know what I mean? So, and you know, I, I just had to say that cause that's what my mama would tell me. That's what my country mama would say. Next thing you, don't you know, you touch armadillos. They got leprosy. They carry leprosy. Yeah. Fingers falling off and shit. Next thing you know, I'm having to use the Xbox adaptive, controller to go one in 13 in halo infinite you want know I me mean? because i got leprosy right no yeah. thank you bro yeah sorry to anyone that has it i mean i know that's Some still possible lazarus ass put your ass in a two mass disease no thank you but i wanted to so bad i, I like he was right there dude and i know the whole time i'm just looking at him he seemed going, pretty cool too he was cool we were cool 
I and and I'm thinking like, well, should I go inside and get him some like cat food? Would he eat cat food? And then I'm, I'm probably s- would sitting there thinking like, well, if armadillos have leprosy, do I need like an armadillo who's just hanging around my house all the time? Probably, but I don't know that I need to like promote it. You know. I mean, like, this is something I should probably look up before I spout it on a podcast because I'm even on it saying, like, I can't guarantee that that's true. I'm just telling you. That's when I would talk about well, I bro. would be out with my cousins in the woods and we'd be like, oh, we saw armadillo. We're fucking with armadillo. And my mom's like, don't touch him. My armadillos can carry leprosy. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm glad I didn't pet that fucking armadillo or grab him by the tail or anything. Mm, uh, that's just what I remember from a kid. Well, let me tell you this. So. Um, I'm going to do something that people fucking love when you do it. And that's read your own Twitter thread. Cause I was also updating <laughs> Twitter real time, bro. I was multitasking. I was so charged up. I was texting. I was talking to you on the headset and I'm fucking tweeting out. I mean, not to pat myself on the back, a pretty good Twitter thread. <laughs> I do say so myself. Yeah. You could tell I was jazzed up. <laughs> floating on cloud nine after a, yeah dude you know i was well, you know you heard you were me. i mean i heard I it, was it was the whole time like you were super excited super happy super joyous that the moment was happening That's and cool. kind of disbelief that it was continuing um so he says i say uh i'm sitting outside and this armadillo just walked up to me and is hanging out he's not afraid of me at all should i pet it i think i'm gonna pet it and then there, it's accompanied by the, the, you can tell it's very shaky fucking, it's it's Blair Witch Project fucking footage, these pictures. Oh my goodness. That's how much money. my hands are shaking. Motion sickness. Um, and then I say, I've been informed by a goddamn hero that armadillos carry leprosy. I might not pet it, but I might. And then I say, we're still, we're still just hanging out. I'm playing him music on my phone. I think he likes it. <laughs> Hey, I think he likes it. And then I said, I didn't pet him. I came inside and he came up and looked through the front door and scared Walter. That's also true. Because Walter could tell there was something out there. And when I came up, like I popped up into the house, I closed the front door and I turned around and the armadillo was just looking in the front door at Walter. And Walter freaked out and ran away. Oh my goodness. Bruh. I told y'all I was an animal whisperer. I told you. You are. I I I don't disagree. I don't know, man. I just I've definitely heard I just some get nervous when you get around something that can eat you. But like I've heard the when I tell you like, and I don't. I mean, not for a podcast bit. I mean, like when we're hanging out, talking like men talk about petting animals you shouldn't pet. There, you always go. I, I don't don't do that. Don't you, you sir? I'm the king of don't pet that fucking wild animal. You want to play that game with me? I'm the king of don't <laughs> pet that fucking wild animal. Okay. If you want to ask me, hey, should I pet the insert wild animal? Uh, my advice is don't fucking pet that wild animal. <laughs> like wild animals are not used to being pet. You might get lucky. General rule of thumb is do not fuck with wild ass animals. And I understand the Doctor Doolittle moments where they come up to you, they're super chill. Like that is cool until all of a sudden. He breaks with reality because he's got rabies and he you know, chomps down into your fucking hand. And then now you got rabies. They got and then you're shots getting giant injections in the stomach. Yeah. You're like, okay. I mean, I know. I've gotten I'm rabies saying, shots before. Uh, uh, 
I understand. And you know, like I got to pick up frogs and shit. Like, like when they get in the pool or, you know, when the kids are trying to squish them, like Bruh, I gotta, don't you let know. your kids squish a frog. That's what I'm saying. You know, I always try to let him. You know, he's like, can I catch this frog? He's like, yes, you can catch him, but you better be careful. Oh, if you start to hurt him, I'm going to set him free. It's like, not intentional he's like, squishing. You know, when they handle him too much, you know, their skin needs to, they, they don't need to be handled too much. Uh, got to keep your hands off them frogs, my boy. I know I like frogs. I, I anything I like, like frogs. I generally like anything mammal, right? A lot yeah. of amphibians, frogs, turtles, lizards. I'm all right with some snakes. You know, like the kind of snakes that a fucking dude that you buy a quarter bag from at Mississippi State has in his, you know what I mean, like a ball python or something like that. I ain't trying to run into like snakes in the wild necessarily. Cause I was like, going to say, I, I'm not a, I'm, I'm an only, like, I only want to encounter snakes in the wild. Like, I don't really, I'm not down with like pet snakes. Like, I that's not my jam. I'm I don't cool want if someone one. else has one. That's exactly, I've like, never once been like, I want a pet snake. I, I respect time, a snake like a tiger. Like it is a a predator, you know, evolved specifically to kill large prey. Uh, and I'm just like, cool if it does that in the wild. I'm not really, I don't need that in my house. And then like, so uh, yeah, I don't want one personally, but if I go over to someone's house and they have a pet snake, nine times out of 10, I'm going to be like, Hey, can I, like, can I see that snake? Like, is he friendly? I mean, of course. If and you then, encounter the cool snake, you, you, you cool snake. Yeah, and then the the one I never get is the one where you're like, hey, can I see, like, can I, is that snake friendly? Can I hold that snake? Can we get the snake out yeah. of this fucking aquarium with this heat <laughs> rock for a little bit? Just chill. And then sometimes the answer will be like, uh, he bites. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, cool. So you have a literal serpent in an aquarium that hates your ass, <laughs> that bites. Right. Cool. Like if if you came over to my house and you saw Walter and you're like, hey, can I pet him? And I was like, eh, iffy. <laughs> I mean, it was unnerving to me that we used to live with a guy that would like catch black widows and like keep them in jars on the counter. Like, I know that's super metal or whatever, no, but no, like, no, thank you. Super no. dangerous. No, that's that what that about spider might crawl out of in the house in the middle of the night. Anything you know, insect wise, I don't fuck with it. I don't like bugs. I was not even like you know hear about kids. When their kids are like, oh, super into bugs. I am not into bugs, bro. Not one bit. Again, I, I see the same as a snake. I respect you for your evolutionary predatory nature. And you can do it in the wild outside of my house. Like, and then, that's, like that's where you belong. Uh, giant tarantula. Um, No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. And that's normally what I don't see giant tarantulas, but normally what I'm out when I'm out there, what I see is bugs. You know what I mean? Spiders. No, thank you. Grasshoppers. Gross. I mean, to me, in my mind, the cool if you have a pet insect, the cool insect is a tarantula. And I mean, maybe it's because I lived in the 90s when Home Alone came out. But like if I'm going to have a cool, cool insect pet or like a praying mantis, a praying mantis mm-mm, would be cool as shit. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. Fuck out of here with a praying mantis. <laughs> so we got to move along but what i'm saying is the change of pace too, we're going to invade your dreams ian, uh, his his official name is ian mcarmadillo the lucky armadillo so oh. if he comes back and because we got the Fortnite win right after i hung out with him i was like that motherfucker's my my lucky armadillo 
He's lucky. He's a mascot. So, Armadillo mascot. All right, now we got to move on to the next thing. <laughs> we got things to cover before we're even going to talk about Star Wars. It may not even happen. We, we may, we'll see. Uh, I get a text this week from my mom, Barbara Burkhart. Uh oh. And she's just checking in on me, and she goes, "Oh, by the way, I'm about to listen to your podcast for the first time." Skirt. What? And I was Record like, scratch. Oh, really? <clears throat> My mom's never listened to the podcast. She knows I do it. Oh, my goodness. She'll occasionally t- uh, uh, text me if she hears something about it and be like, we're real proud of you on the podcast. That's really cool. Or something like that. She's always talking about, when are you going to see your Star Wars friends when I see her and stuff? So she knows about it. For some reason, uh-huh. <clears throat> I figured she checked it out uh, Checked it out at some point and was like, not for me. Not which for would me. Be understandable. Yeah, that's kind of what I assumed what my right. mom or dad would do. So... Then, and so I text her and I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> Seven years. I guess it's as good of a time to start as any. And then I ain't heard anything back. So we're going to call my mom. Oh, really? Right now? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get Live. my mom's review. This is a wonderful idea. We might have to edit this out. <laughs> we'll see. It might be too. Fair. Fair. <laughs> wonder if my mom's Fair warning. Asleep. wonder if my mom's asleep. Right, I'm going to put her on speaker. And I'm going to hold it up to the mic. You'll be able to hear yeah. her, Will, but she won't be able to hear you. Okay. So I'll convey any information. Hello. Hey, Mom. Hey. So uh, just so you know, you're on the podcast right now. I'm recording you. I have to tell you that legally. Okay. I'm sitting here recording with Will. <laughs> okay. And, and what are we going to be talking about? Well, um, so I posted on Twitter that you were going to listen to the podcast and a bunch of people responded. And they want you to uh, w- give us a quick review. What'd you think? Wait, it was awesome. Oh, whew, all right. Did you listen to the whole thing? I sure did. Did you hear any musical elements or anything? Didn't? Well, yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. The guy that wrote that and recorded that song specifically requested that he wanted to know what you thought about it. Yes, it was. it was very good. <laughs> all right that's a supportive supportive ass mom right there ladies and gentlemen that is that that's, is that's why i'm the sweet guy you i grew up to be is that that lady right there barbara burkhart listen to that i didn't know how this was gonna go all right mom. you never can tell with me <laughs> we uh, well i said before i said well, we might have to edit this out we'll see <laughs> Will, do you have any questions? I'll, I'll convey any questions from Will to you. You won't be able to hear. No, me. I'm just glad to have oh, her okay. on here. He just said he's glad to have you on here. Okay, what are what are we going to be talking about? To- what are you going to be talking about tonight? Um, ask your mom about Star Wars. Give your ask your mom okay. the the. Okay, well we got we got a couple of things here. First, did you hear that I hung out with an armadillo last night? No, I did not. What were you doing with that armadillo? You don't. You don't even want to know, Mom. Tell her you touched it. <laughs> you know, there's just some things you shouldn't ask your son. Okay. <laughs> and that's one of them. I was just hanging out with him, man. We were just okay. vibing. We were listening to Dark Side of the Moon. It's a classic. <laughs> All right. Secondly, Will said, "Ask your mom about Star Wars." What's? Just say something about. To, well, I don't know. Who's what was it like? Guy? How much you loved Star oh. Wars growing up, or or okay. well, who's my your favorite, favorite Star Wars character? Anything. My mom's favorite character is Chewbacca. My mom, Chewbacca. for for the record, my mom and my dad have a dog named Chewbacca. 
<laughs> no, that's your dad's dog. He, well, you can definitely tell that is your dad's dog. Fair enough. All right, now... Because um, my, my what dog is Padme. Uh, yeah, my mom, oh. that's right. My mom's dog's name is Padme. But I call her Pat. Check that out. Pre- prequel stands. Um, all right, all right. I'm going to ask you just a couple of things, okay? So we want your hottest takes on this. What do you think about Kathleen Kennedy? Okay, I'm going to be honest. Who in the hell is that? <laughs> exactly, Mom. Exactly. See? Exactly. <laughs> All right. Are you a Raylo? And what the hell is that? Uh, um, exactly. Exactly, Mom. <laughs> Perfect. What's your favorite? <laughs> your favorite character is Chupac. Oh, Will wanted to know. We'll let you go here in a second. Will wanted to know um, what's. Uh, Oh, I hit a brain fart. Oh, what was it like growing up with me being obsessed with Star Wars? It was wonderful because you and your dad, I mean, I mean, yeah, I love going to the movies and seeing Star Wars. Yep. Mom's been to see quite a few Star Wars movies with me and my yes. dad. So it was very good. It kept us busy and out of trouble. Yeah, yeah you're... You guys didn't have to worry about uh, your old pal Halls getting into too much trouble when he was a teenager because he just sat around and played computer games and watched Star Wars, is what you're trying to say. Well, okay, that's what you led me to believe. Now, there was some stuff that I probably didn't know about that was going on. Hey, hey. All right, love you, Mom. We'll talk later. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on the show. I love you. Love you, too. Bye. We had to pull the ripcord there, ladies and gentlemen. Did you hear the, bu- the bus pulling up? Mm-hmm. Did you hear the bus coming around the corner? My mom about to pick me up by my britches and throw me under that bus. <laughs> okay. Uh, so now we got my mom's review of uh, Blue Harvest. Your now, mom's the best. She's the best. I love your mom. I have a real funny story about my mom taking me to see Rob Zombie and Corn in concert. But we oh, got to talk. that's a good mom. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, yeah, shit, that's a real good mom. I bought her, oh man! I bought her a um. Oh, I bought two corn shirts at the merch booth because I'm that guy. You know, I'm a merch booth. Oh, yeah, guy. it's eat like yeah. that should surprise nobody that if I go to a concert, I'm a merch booth guy, right? And yeah. there was two shirts I liked, and I was like, "Mom, I'm gonna buy that one. You should put it on." And my mom put on this big double XL corn shirt because <laughs> I was a beefy kid in high school. You yeah. know, and I was. Yeah. <laughs> be looking like I did when I went to Star Wars Celebration 2019 and so my mom's walking around with like you know her mom haircut and her glasses wearing a, a bright red uh, <laughs> corn shirt that says I have issues oh my goodness it was the best alright so we got one more thing that we need to address and and I think this is the true end to the feud because I'm going to lay it all out on the table uh-oh. This feud we found ourselves in with the goddamn bad motivators. You know, Luke Cruiser and Eric Strother sitting there listening to this, being like, We made it, boys. We made it, boys. They're just about to get the voicemails based on that timestamp. No, sir. Here we go. So, you know, you know, I t- told you guys last week about what happened with Eric Strothers when we were in uh, Chicago, right? Oh, yeah, when he slapped you with the hot dogs? Yeah, when he slapped me with the Chicago Glizzies. It'll now be known as the Chicago Glizzy incident of 2019, right? Yeah. So, um, 
then, it was, you know, obviously he has the right to reply. I told this story that we had sort of hashed out and then. That's an intimate moment, you know, to reveal on, well, on radio. Buddy. On, on the pod. Strap in. So oh, no. He comes out and he says, he says to me, listen. Well, he doesn't say it to me. He says to his whole audience, the entire audience of the Bad Motivators, it wasn't me. I have an evil twin named Kenny. <laughs> and I said, what in the days of our lives M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> ass expl- explanation is this? Huh? You have an evil ye, twin? The oldie evil twin excuse? And let me tell you, buddy, if that is the real answer that I'm, I came across Eric's evil twin, he didn't have a single black curly mustache hair. Like, he, I, he didn't look like he would strap me to some train tracks with a train coming at me, chugga chugga. Like, there was no indication. I know for a fact evil twins exist, and there's always some, an eye patch, you know what I mean? Something to give it away. I've been, I've learned. There was this, none of this. And there was none of this. But I also want to say that I'm kind of inclined I'm kind of inclined to believe him, right? Because he sent me a text right. this week that was like, hey, man, me and Kenny want to make it up to you. We're going to come visit sometime and take you out to dinner. You know, you know, we'll hang out. Maybe we'll even go see, we'll go to an arcade. Well, if it's him and Kenny, that sounds like the best of both worlds, well, honestly. And then he said, "And hey, if you're interested, maybe we find ourselves in the Eiffel Tower. And I said, hey, man. Ooh. Peace and love, all is forgiven. I ain't trying to find myself in the middle of a consensual spit roasting by the fucking Strothers boys. No, thank you. Me and Aaron are good. But when in France, the person who's in the sights this week is fucking Luke Cruiser. It's circled back around to him, man. Uh oh. Time Uh-oh. is a circle. This motherfucker said <clears throat> that I gave him a Muay Thai elbow in Chicago. Well, first he said I rolled over his foot. And then I gave him a Muay Thai elbow and got in his face and said, no one's going to believe you. I'm the darling of Star Wars podcasting. <laughs> now, that, oh, man, this That's is a man dark. This is a man that is dark. This is a man who does does not know how to make up a fake story because that detail alone shows you I would. If you think I would refer to myself as the darling of Star Wars podcasting, your ass doesn't know me. Is all I'm saying. There's a story where Bill Murray pulled that move where he was like he did something. He was like, go ahead and tell Bill Murray did you know? No one ever believe you or whatever, right? Yeah. So I I promise you guys, every other part of the story is true. I just didn't say that. I rolled over his foot. <laughs> I rolled right the fuck over his foot and I fucking hit him with the Muay Thai elbow on purpose. <laughs> I'm just telling you oh it was goodness. on purpose. Now, the thing is, I felt it was justified and let me tell you why. Okay? okay. I'm I can't believe you guys Andor's got to come out sooner. They got to release it sooner or else I'm just going to keep telling you guys these stories that I don't want to tell y'all about people that you probably like. So let me take you back to 2017, Will, okay? Yeah. March 21st, 2017, my birthday. 
I get a text message from Luke Cruiser and he says, Hey man, you know, I know we're not like super close or whatever. This, this is before I met Luke for the first time in celebration, but I know how much you like big cats. So I adopted you a lion cub Aww. for your birthday and not like, you know, some shady fucking tiger King motherfucker is going to come to my house and bring me a lion cub. It's one of those where you sponsor a lion cub out in the, out in the wild. You send them a few bucks, you get the name lion cub, and then like you know, you help raise them. You you give them a little cash. You get, they get their beaks wet, and they make sure this lion cub grows up big and strong. It's a conservation thing, right? Right. And he goes, "I just need to know what you're going to name him." It's a boy. And I said, "Boba, let's do it, Boba." So the first thing I'm going to show you is the next correspondence I get. The next correspondence I get is, "Hey, they sent me a video of little Boba today." I thought you'd like to oh, see it. Oh my goodness. You see this, Will? I do. I Can see you hear him. it? No, I can't hear it. He's he's walking around practicing his little roar. Like that part in The Lion King and I just can't wait to be king. Listen. Oh really? Can you hear that now? No, still no. no. You know? You'd think one day when I'm trying to do something besides just sit here and fucking talking to the mic about bullshit that I wouldn't have. Oh, that. I heard it that time. Okay, listen. Okay. I hear it now, oh, yeah. Adorable, right? Yeah. And I was so happy. I was like, dude, look at oh, this little man. guy. And then a few weeks later, he sends me this. They had to take little Boba in to give him some shots at the vet in Africa. And they took this video of him. Look at him. Look at him. He's adorable, but listen. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, that's loud. He, you, you see what I'm saying? He's getting bigger. Yeah. Developing pro- personality. Sounds like a baby. Looks kind of like uh, my boy Walter right there even. Look at him. Oh, yeah. That's a big Walter. And then so I get these updates occasionally. And then right before Star Wars Celebration 2019, he sends me a, a text and he goes, Hey, man, I've been hanging out with the owner of Jimmy John's. And we're going to take a private flight to Africa and we're going to go on a safari and I'm going to see Boba in person. And I was like, dude, that's awesome. What an opportunity. I don't know about this. Jimmy John's guy, watery ass sandwiches, a whole ass sandwich wrapped in lettuce. (laughs) Like that's fucking manageable. You know what I'm talking about? But whatever. Uh And then a few days later, he sends me this and look at Boba. Now we're talking two years later. He's a mature, he's a mature lion boy. That's huge. Listen, you hear that? He is. He's got yeah. a full man roar, and I was so stoked. And then, like, lion. over the next couple of days, I send him some messages. I'm like, what? how's Africa? Did you guys see an elephant? You know, kind of, and then, bro, he sends me this picture, and I want you to describe what we see on the screen right now. Could you zoom in on that picture for me? You can't see it? I mean, I can I can see what a, about little, that? a little bit, but I can't really. Well, that's that's better. That is like a pop gun? No, that's a real gun. Is it a real gun? I, it looks Luke like Cruiser. it's got an orange tip on no. it. Well, that, it, there's not an orange tip there. That's a real gun. <clears throat> but look at him. Okay? That's Lou Cruiser. <laughs> what would you describe what he's wearing? And he's holding a, a firearm. That's the first thing Will focused in on. That ain't a... <clears throat> we're going to do some 
I don't know. This, this some we're gonna crop this before I put it up on Twitter as evidence. He's holding a one hundred percent real gun. He's got binoculars it looks like around. The head his neck. is too big for the body. I think they just gave There's him. Some... Will this is a legitimate. <laughs> picture of luke cruiser in a safari outfit okay 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 Bruh, it, that's respect. what it is that's what we're looking at respect the binoculars the bit <laughs> all right and he's got like the safari hat on and he's got this look in his eyes like he's up to something you know what i'm talking about rap scallion yeah. eyes and i'm he's like shoot something with that pop I was like, bro why don't you send me this like i want to see my lion buddy and then a f- hours later he sends me this picture that's boba oh is that boba he shot and stuffed boba and then no way. to disrespect him further he put a cowboy hat on him no he didn't look what they did to my beautiful boy that can't be boba that's him he told me and then he had that motherfucking thing shipped to the midwest and put in his basement, and he would take pictures with it and send it to me for years, months, because this was only a couple of months before Star Wars Celebration, rather. Is that a yak that he killed as well? Yeah, probably. I don't care about that fucking yak. That's my boy Boba. And then, no. R. you R. know R. what Boba. he did? He took that big-ass stuffed lion to a comic book store and sold it for Funko Pops. <laughs> the final disrespect of a beautiful creature whose life was snuffed out by that monster. Ugh. He said, you know what I think about your your lion? I think it's Funko Pop money. <laughs> yeah. He said, one day I'm going to turn this into two Boba Fett figures. All right. Um, let's talk about Star Wars. Shh. That's my favorite subject. Yeah. Mine too, buddy. Well, one of them. That's a big one. Bro, I'm I am suddenly I am suddenly getting anxious about this episode. Why? Your mom was on here. She was that's a, that's a grand slam. That was a pretty good one. That was pretty good. You know she's excited. She's gonna tell my dad I was on Halls' podcast. Guess who was on Halls' podcast? Next thing that's happened, I'm gonna call from my dad and be like, "I hear your mom was on the podcast. What about <laughs> what about Richard? <laughs> I introduced you to Star Wars, you know." You should ask him. Did you listen, Dad? Did you listen to the podcast Mom was on? I don't know that my dad would have any time for this. Right. You know, I bet he would listen to that one and then he'd get hooked and start from the beginning. Can you imagine going I with really, your dad mm, for you know what? the mm, first one? Mm, you know, maybe we, uh, maybe you just check it out once and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> he puts some legitimate work to, into this sometimes. Okay. So something I did want to talk about is, um, is our old pal Oscar Isaac, not Oscar Meyer. Um, he's been in the news this week. Uh, he was interviewed by Sirius XM because I guess that's still a thing. Satellite radio, who knew? Mm. And listen, to you should be able to hear this. Bruh, I hope so, man. Okay. Baloney right now. 
All right, here we go. Here's uh, Oscar Isaac. Oh, I can't hear it, so that means you can't hear it. This is good. All right, here we go. Bro, I still can't. World, like you're you're in Denmark there right now. Is. What do people ask you the most about? Because you've been part of these enormous global franchises. Is it is it Star Wars or is it is it? So I'm up in here in this like little you know this little village up here, and they had this very small music festival down here, and it was shockingly very young kids that were there. Uh, and uh, I was like, well, uh, but uh, no, it was you know, like teenagers and stuff. And uh, it was like a couple times people would just be like, Star Wars, Star Wars. They would just yell Star Wars at me. Oh, that's nice. Uh, so sweet. <laughs> what do you say to that? So nice. it, felt, it felt great. It felt really great. <laughs> uh so yeah that happened up here i think star wars generally moon knight a bit more you know those are like the big ones those are the the, the big uh bigger tent uh projects so so those those are the ones and with everything happening with star wars for example i mean you must there there i there i'm sure there are discussions whether you're part of them or not do you some do you sometimes think oh i'll probably get to go back to poe dameron at some point mm. Or do you think, oh, that I've, you know, I've done that. I'm not that interested in doing it. You know, mm. the option is probably always there. Hmm. Um, I don't know. No, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm open, open to, to anything. You never know. But uh, yeah, there's no, I have no real feeling one way or the other. You know, I'm open to any kind of good story, any good thing to do. And time, time's the one thing that becomes much more challenging you get older and with kids and all that it's like where do these things fit in start realizing realizing that there's not not time for all of it but if there was a great story and a great director and kathy came to me and was like hey we've got this idea you know i'm so so open to it okay so i'm gonna be 100 with you right now will i didn't mm -hmm. watch that clip i just saw people talking about it and i was like oh that's fucking cool we'll we'll listen to that on the podcast and for a second there i was like Oh, he's not as excited as people made because, like, when I saw people talking about it, they were like, "Oscar Isaac's is totally stoked to come back to Star Wars." And at first, he was not like, at all what I saw. At first, he was like, "Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm all, I'm always open. I'm so so open." And then at the end, he got a little more hyped on the idea. He's like, "Oh, uh, yeah." He's like, "Oh, well, you know, the issue is time." Well, no, and then he was like, "You know, if, if Kathleen Kennedy came to me and she had a good story and." so on and so forth yeah i'd be down <clears throat> something tells me somebody's looking to buy some property because you know <laughs> the last time he was interviewed and they asked him if he'd come back to star wars he was like i don't know maybe if i need another house or something something right. tells me something tells me them moon knight residuals came in he said god damn the cabo house we're gonna get the cabo house well i mean a show's got to be different than movies right Oh, I, I, I'm I'm just joking. I'm sure he was played, paid quite a lot for those Moon Knight. I know, episodes. but like, I don't know how the deals work, honestly. You know, because I'm sure it was great. He was paid. I'm sure he got a great deal. But I, I wonder, because like, you know, movies you're based off of, you get, don't you get like a, a pay amount based off of how well the movie does? I guess. that that is That is definitely a thing that happens. Like Robert I wonder Downey how you Jr. measure ridiculous right. amount, some ridiculous amount of money for those last two Avengers movies. Uh, I wonder how you determine 
that statistic, the performance statistic for something that is released streaming. You know how, like, after the first uh, Iron Man movie, Robert Downey Jr. was never in the physical Iron Man suit again? Like, from that point on, I think it was always CG. Right. Uh, if I'm about to give you that kind of money for being in the last two Avengers movies, you're putting on the suit, my dude. <laughs> at least once. <laughs> at least once. At least the face. You, you got to put least, on the head, Cal. At least for I am inevitable, bro. We're putting, we are getting Stan Winston's shop on this motherfucker. You're putting that suit on, Robert Downey Jr., RDJ. <laughs> huh? For that kind of money, putting the suit on. <laughs> he must have hated it. You know, he must, that must have been something he drove home to uh, Jean Favreau. Maybe, maybe. Um, there's this thing going around. I, I haven't delved into it too much, but I guess some kind of press packet for Andor was getting a pra- passed around, and it's got like a lot of information in it. I took a glance at it, and the only reason I didn't read further is just because it was a lot. And I was like, uh, I'll read this one. I've got time. I got to go record, but I don't know if it's spoiler stuff. I I couldn't really get a fucking bearing for it. It just seemed like it had a lot of interviews with, or or like quotes and shit from Tony Gilroy and was talking about how many speaking roles are in it and fucking how, um, how so much of it was shot on location and all this stuff. I didn't go real far into it, but it, I'm bringing it up because if there is spoiler stuff in there, like it may be time for people to like turn away because that shit's going to be all over the place. If there is spoiler stuff in it, frankly, I don't even know why I brought it up. We're going to play the (laughs) QB song and then play some voicemails. What a day. And that's just the shit I want to tell you guys about. How uh, well, Andor comes out in September twenty first. September twenty first. September. All the way up. To when do the like Entertainment Weekly articles come out with like the nice photo shoots from that shit? Some stuff is already going on. That, that's what I'm saying. Is there's, it really? There's kind of a steady stream of Andor promotion going on. Different stills are getting released, and but it'll really probably ramp up towards the end of this month. We'll probably even get. Oh. That's probably when we'll start getting like the short little TV spot trailers. Or, Those um, would be cool. I can yeah, dig it. Like where everyone, like for the first fucking 12 of them, I pull them up and I watch it and I go, oh, I've seen everything. Oh, well, that's new. That's That mm-hmm. shot of that droid is new. <laughs> Bruh. When you know, you know. It's a gift, really. You don't choose the fucking Star Wars life. The Star Wars life chooses you. You know what I mean? (laughs) The Force chooses you. Yeah. We're going to listen to the acoustic one this time. Ooh, really? Oh, well, we would if there was, if if this, if I knew what I was doing, it didn't play a goddamn thing. Man. (laughs) Why me, Lord? (laughs) Dude, I'm sorry. That's not funny. It is pretty funny. I mean, it's kind of funny. Well, we're going to play it through the headphones, and then we're going to load it in. Yeah, we'll do the... Oh, my God. Coming in hot. WNBC. 
cockhead The only Jedi master who can crush Spock's deity Cockhead Running around slaying bitches with his cockhead He's a real Syrian stud He loves to split chicks with his pud Cockhead to stroke his cone and suck on his balls. Kidding. Cockhead, what you gonna do when he comes on you right now? He's a Jedi Council stooge, but he'll be pumping spooge tomorrow. You know, okay, here's the real test, Will. So you know how my mom said she was going to listen to it again, listen to the podcast again, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, Mom, that's, right. that song was by Tim McGraw. <laughs> yeah, Tim McGraw recorded that for us, Mom. Aren't you proud of your boy? <laughs> that's my mom's favorite. She loves Tim McGraw. She's going she's gonna to listen to that and go, no, it's not. Tim wouldn't say those words. And she knows them, Faith and Tim. Mm-hmm. Mhm. Mhm. They're from Star, Mississippi, you know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Been to see Tim McGraw with my mom. Sure enough. Show enough. All right. Man, that sounds like a good time, actually. So, listen. If you guys want to send in a voicemail, blueharvestpodcast at gmail dot com. And like that, boy, we're flying fucking smooth. No turbulence. I ain't telling stories about luke cruiser or talking to my mom or talking about shit that ain't star wars we're back in it baby we pulled it out you can also fourth quarter program through blue harvest rocks yeah you can go to dot rocks blue harvest dot rocks that's it so let's listen uh we got a voicemail from our buddy josh wright let's listen to him hello there haas and will this is your pal josh wright um, I have a question for you this week, but first, I just want to say I was shocked and appalled to hear um, about Hodge's treatment at the hands of Eric Struthers. Me too, bro. Um, Fucked up. Just Amen. the level of disrespect. Kenny Struthers. Shocking. It's Kenny Struthers. Um, and I just want to assure you, Hawes, if I'm ever somewhere, uh, like maybe at uh, some uh, Star Wars convention, celebration, something like that, and I'm eating a hot dog, maybe a nice uh, Detroit-style Coney dog. Um, and I see you, I see you rolling up, Haas, and I want to go and say hi. Just let me assure you, I will keep my wiener as far away from your face as possible. I appreciate it. Appreciate um, it. During our conversation, I'll appreciate try to keep, you. you know, I'll try to keep a firm grip on it mm. the whole time. You're not talking about um, a hot dog because you know I don't penis. want you to get traumatized get again. No, um, I get it. You're talking about a dick. Talking about wagging your dick at me. Not Not cool cool at all. Exactly. Anyway, um, so my question is, uh, with Andor getting pushed back uh, to September, I'm scared for Bad Batch again. 
Um, what do you think this does to Bad Batch's release date? Will this push it into the winter? Um, will we even see it this year at this point? Um, I'd be inter- interested to know what you think is going to happen there. Anyway, um, thank you guys so much for the great podcast. It's always loads of fun. Uh, thank you for keeping it clean and may the force you know, be I'll with you. Clean. But I got your belt threats there, Josh White, right? About you, me and your wiener. You're being slick. Think you're slick. You got it's very to, kind of him to got, say that he would not put it in your face. You got to wake up w- way earlier in the day to get one over on your pal Halls. Talking about not some hidden early. wiener jokes, my dude. I honestly think that there's a good chance we'll get Bad Patch and Andor uh, crossover. Not like storyline wise, but I think there's a, at least a chance that we will end up getting a Bad Batch episode and an Andor episode in the same week, if not the same day. Be real interesting. That's a whole lot for me to try to keep up with, with my new job and stuff. I'll do it. You watch me. I'll Mm -hmm. do it. Just sit back. I'll get it done. But I think it's going to. Unless they're going to push it back. If they push it back, then it... I don't know, man. Stop with all the pushing back. Just release shit at the same time. It's fine. I can watch an episode of She-Hulk and or an episode of Bad Batch in the same week, bro. Make me that kind of happy. You know what I mean? Fucking wine me, dine me, entertain me. Ha ha. (laughs) He said, I'll consume all the media. It don't matter. I just got too much going on. I'm just fucking getting in front of here. Gotta gotta get yelled at by customers tomorrow. This man's talking about putting his dick in my face. I gotta come up with something to say about the bad vote. It's just, it's, phew. Phew. 360 episodes in. You gotta do something to make it exciting. You know what I mean? Let's hear from Utah. Utah. Dougie. Dougie. Oz and Will. This is Dougie. I was listening to your episode last week, and you're talking about your Star Wars movie theater. Just to remind you, you can come view a Star Wars movie in the dugout theater anytime you'd like, anytime you're in the area. It's on me. That's all we play in this house. Uh, anyways, you don't, you don't my next any, uh, question on. for you would be: Star- You don't watch anything else in your in the dugout but Star Wars. Bro, watch Big Trouble in Little China at least once. You know what I mean? The Highlander, Bloodsport, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors, Friday the 13th Part 4, The That's Final like Chapter. Your entire greatest hits. Yeah, I'm just rattling them off. Stand By Me, when Jerry O'Connell was a beefy kid, talking about kids smoking cigarettes sure, and shit. I thought you were going to say The Goonies. The Goonies. All day, The Goonies. And lots of Star Wars. I respect it, but throw on a fucking... You know, I bet he, I know he watches he's, more than Star just, Wars. I think he's just being funny. He's a funny he's guy. Joshing. He's just joshing us, and we don't mean like Josh it. Wright. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> we don't mean that kind of joshing. Where he's talking about that scene from Bachelor Party with Tom Hanks, where the ladies are at the strip club and dude comes up with his ding dong and a hot dog bun. Just bought myself a new family vehicle. We traded in our. Our minivan, which was great, but we just moved on and um, 
it was great to get the kids in and out when they were little, but now my kids are a little older, and we've moved on and bought ourselves a, a GMC Yukon, kind of like a Suburban, um, and I was wondering what I should name Uh-oh. my new Yukon. Uh, Star Wars related, obviously. It's it's a black Yukon with black wheels, so my kids said name it Vader. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't sure about that. I thought maybe Yukon Skywalker... Uh-huh. Or um, it's not a Denali because I would have liked the Mandanalian. Or Shoot. it's not a Suburban because I could have done the Suburbalorian, but it's a Yukon. Any cool names you can think of. Also, a uh, customized license plate Uh-oh. that's Star Wars themed. Uh, checking that out. Anyways, um, keep it clean and glizzy free. Huh. Peace. I'll do my best. So... I had a name, and then he was like, the kid said, name it Vader, and I said, there goes my name. I was going to say he should (laughs) name it, but first name, Yukon, middle initial, D, last name, Snuts. Yukon's D Snuts. D Snuts. I don't know what what that means you would be doing to those those nuts, but. They'd be freezing them, they'd be frozen off. The Yukon Nuts. It's like the year without a Santa Claus. (laughs) <laughs> heat mines and snow mines what is going on this is a this bad is my idea. life now. this is a bad idea okay okay i would name it something star warsy you know how like in star wars they like name the oh. vehicle like the millennium falcon right Bro, uh, no i would so it's of like a, a black suv a large suv the executor it would i would oh that's good. The executor. That's pretty good. Darth Vader Super was... Star Destroyer. Because then, like, you're kind of naming it Darth Vader without calling it, like, this is my car, Darth Vader. You pull up. Like, you it's pull up. Invaders. Listen, hear, hear yeah. me out. You pull up, and uh, you, you're a fancy guy like our boy Dougie. You're about to um, valet the Yukon. Skirt. Pull up. You, you step out. You hand him the keys, and you go, hey, take care of the executor. You're gonna, your car is going to get taken care of. They're not going to be joy riding that to... shit around the city like in Ferris Bueller's no. Day Off. No, sir. If they could set it up to start the Imperial March the second you open the driver's side door, Ooh. like you just pop, dum, 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 like, like, uh, you know what happens? You come back to the parking garage to pick up your valet car, and it's like Biff at the end of Back to the Future. And he just yeah. he just did the one coat of wax, though. You know what I'm talking about? Man, um, I call it like the Twilight Horizon. All right, Edward Cullen. Shoo, team, team. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I was thinking that like a black hole is the biggest thing in the universe, perhaps most dense. And I was thinking about the event horizon, and then it was black, so I thought Twilight. My man, uh, the fact that you just told me the steps of how you got there, love it. That's why we're 360 <laughs> episodes in, gen- ladies and gentlemen. I think he should name his car. I was thinking the black hole. This is the name of his car. This is my car. I was thinking that the black hole <laughs> is the biggest thing in the universe, perhaps the most dense. And then I was thinking about the event horizon. And I was like, but it's black. So I called it the twilight horizon. That's the name of your car, Dougie. Put that on a personalized plate. Take up the whole I, back I, window. I appreciate the props, but I'll tell you, I like the executor better. It's, it's more a, dominating. 
The executor is. It's classy. You know, I was a. I had a, a period of my life that I'm ashamed to admit where I had a personalized license plate, right? Will knows. Mm-hmm. Will knew me when I had that personalized license plate. I so do. I was driving around with a personalized license plate that said MSU because I went to Mississippi State Univer- uh, University. Corn, mm-hmm. K O R N, like yep. the founding fathers of new metal. I drove <laughs> around like that. Never had a girlfriend while I had that fucking plate on my car. I tell you what, not once. That Corolla. As soon as that plate that Corolla was wicked. As soon as that plate went away, my fortunes changed. Questionably for the better, but changed. Right? Riding around in that, not giving a care in the world. And I always had to explain it to people. Pull up to a corn concert, park in the handicap spot, start, get out, and there's some dude with like those real wide jeans and like a, a cat in the hat hat. You know what I'm talking about? He's wearing a cat and a hat yeah. hat, but you can tell his ha- hair is also jailed, gelled, bunch of bracelets. Maybe he has like a long sleeve shirt with a, another shirt over it, and the sleeves are striped, black and white striped. And he'd come up and be like, hey, what's your license plate be mean? And I'd have to be like, well, I go to Mississippi State University, and I really like corn. And every time they'd go, oh, I thought it was Miss Unicorn. <laughs> Bro, I was, oh. I was rolling around people's thinking my license plate said miss unicorn <laughs> but i really like the band corn so they was like this dude is uh, he knows that fucking friendship is magic and he really likes <laughs> new metal pioneers corn because b- by the way not in oh the, this man went, this went beyond their heyday you know what i mean this is, i'm talking about yeah you know they ain't selling platinum. They aren't on TRL anymore. And I'm Slightly post relevance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you might you might excuse it, right? You might excuse it if I was in the corn as a kid, but nah. Well, Ride, it's funny that is the, to the naive end. teenage nature of combining two things that you love. Like was, I wish I could say corn. it was a twi- teenager. I was in my twenties. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. Rode around that for the longest time. Then I moved to Birmingham, right? And one time Steve came over and was hanging out and he had this guy he used to work with named Nick. Not the same Nick that um, um, uh, we play video games with on the weekend. This is a younger kid that he worked with. And Steve was like, yeah, that guy Nick also used to live like a street or two away from my house where I live now. And Steve was like, oh, I was over in your neighborhood. They were hanging out at work. He's like, I was over in your neighborhood seeing halls. And Nick said, oh, you're over hanging out with Miss Unicorn? Bro, that was the last <laughs> straw. When the time came time to renew that license, I went in there and I said, hey, can we? Uh, can I just get some numbers and some letters? <laughs> just change yourself Can I bit. get this, the standard, <laughs> standardized <laughs> number letter combo? Thank you. Thank you. All right, next up we got an email from Sam. He says, How, howdy, Halls and Will. Have you guys seen any of the new Disney Plus shorts about Groot that came out this week? I haven't. Disney really loves putting things like that out for cute characters and movies. Do you think that they will drop shorts about Grogu at some point before season three of Mando comes out? On another note, do you I think, doubt it. Do you think it was disappointing to not see Dexter, Jester, and Kenobi? Do you think we'll ever see him in a live action project in the future? Keep up the great work, fellas. Halls, I think you'd be a great Indiana Jones sidekick. <sighs> Sam throwing in the patreon content easter eggs people hear that and be like what is sam talking about patreon.com slash blue harvest this this go find out this was sponsored by sam 
Um, okay. Deep in my heart, I know if Dexter Jetster showed up, I'd be real stoked. You know what I mean? Like, I would have been like, right. fuck yeah. Dexter. But if I'm being honest. But where would he have been? Where would it have made sense in the story we've got, yeah, right? Just to, to put in a diner cook who is familiar with Clone Wars era artillery. Well, not even artillery, like like a Kamino and cyber dart. Yeah, like gadgets or ammunitions. Like he must be familiar enough with that that you know. And does he stay brushed up in the underground? You know, arms dealing market, technology market. He had a history. He you know, I kind of thought he was like, you know. I know, like I, I know he's that's, got a history, and that's where his knowledge comes. But there's not a continuing education, is there? Like well, for that so, kind of thing. Okay. But realistically. Where in the story does he even make sense? Like, okay, let's let's imagine here that Dexter shows up on um, the planet where Corey and his girlfriend live, right? I can't even remember the planet. It's the one where, excuse me, like it's the it's where Ice Cube Sun hangs out and takes people on the path and hides them and stuff. That planet, okay, with all the refugees. Not Minban. So, like, you know, no, that's where they have the mud fight in Solo. Um, okay. Anyways, uh, I don't know why that one came in. That was a good. That was a good, good pull, buddy. Mimbam, Mimbam Troopers. That's that's what they did. They said, you know what? Take a motherfucking stormtrooper, roll it around in some dookie. Boom, new toy, baby. We don't even have to change the mold. Hasbro's gonna love us. <clears throat> um, the emaciated Chewbacca uh, Wookies in that movie are heartbreaking. <laughs> Sagwa? They are rough. Sagwa. Pour one out for poor Sagwa. That boy got mange. You don't pet the you know how you don't pet a king uh, you don't pet a uh a, uh a, 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 what was that thing? An armadillo? You don't pet a pe- armadillo, you do not pet Sagwa. You're gonna get r- <laughs> r- mange. You'd be looking like Corey Feldman at the end of Nightmare uh not Nightmare Friday thirteenth part four, the final chapter, when he goes in the bathroom and he shaves his head so he looks like Jason as a little boy. And for some reason, Jason falls for it. And then he gets chopped up by Corey Feltman. Spoilers. No. Anyways. Um, so, okay, let's imagine. Uh, Obi-Wan gets off that ship. And there's all these people, this big crowd of people. And they're like, holy shit. It's Obi-Wan Kenobi. And then you hear, Obi-Wan. It's fucking uh, the guy we're talking about. That was- Pretty good. That Dexter, was a good vibe. Dexter Jetster. Of course, I would have been like, holy shit. I got fucking Max Rebo and Dexter Jetster in the same year. Whew. Really putting that creature shop to work. ILM, get on it. I don't need to see him pull his pants up again. But, you know, like that was enough. Once was enough. But would that have been too much? Is that it? Would that have been Obi-Wan's equivalent of. Dr. Eva's in and Pwned Baba and fucking Rogue One. Probably. If you had tried to shoehorn mm-hmm. that dude in, now, Dexter Jester, if they, and he would just be at the end of the assembly line cooking up that sand sand manta ray meat. And just ignoring that Obi-Wan's yeah, on just, the line with him. He just yeah, winks at him. Yeah, completely ignoring him. With his, yep. He's got a mustache. He's a giant roach with a mustache, my dude. 
<clears throat> you know, not for nothing. He's a giant roach with a mustache. We just got to be honest about what Dexter Jester is. He's like a big bug with a mustache. And pants that don't fit. Yeah. A dirty yeah. ass apron. Uh, that, uh, now, if two they do season I find two, unacceptable in the kitchen. Yeah. You're going to get a fucking D plus on that health department report. You got to post yeah, that right. shit on your door. People come up and they have to make that decision. They drove all the way across town to eat at your restaurant. They get there. The family's starving. The kids are being cranky because they, they ain't had anything to eat. You walk up to their door and there's a D plus proudly displayed. And then you got to be like, oh. Do I want to load the whole family back up in the car and go somewhere else? What if we get there and it's like a C minus? What's the difference? Just then, nobody wanted anything cold. You got to order hot food. Then you go home and you got monkey pox. Oh, space monkey pox. Yeah. So, you know, you take that into your own hands. You notice Obi-Wan, he only got something to drink. He didn't order anything. He wasn't like fucking whip me up some scattered covered smothered and whatever the fuck else they do at talk uh waffle house <clears throat> so we got one more email this from eddie it's our buddy eddie you guys should check out the uh geek conclave mixtapes podcast that's eddie's podcast a little pluggy plug let's hear what eddie hey, has hey. to say how's it going Haws and will uh this is bucket ahead of eddie just uh, wanted to send you guys a voicemail. I know it's been a while. Uh, it's first time voicemail, but it's been a while since I sent you guys an email. So, uh, first of all, just like everybody else, super excited for Andor. Just uh, had a couple of thoughts that kind of popped in my head after watching the trailer for the umpteenth time. What happened to Gareth Edwards? Like, I know Tony Gilroy is uh, like the head runner for this for the series, but. Is uh, Gareth Edwards like kind of getting the boot from like that franchise in terms of since he did built it? Like he essentially was the original director. I know Gilroy came in to do like reshoots or something, but did they kind of just give the reins over to Gilroy? Or is I mean, are you guys even like know the status of Gareth Edwards? Does he still have like a good working relationship with Lucasfilm, or is that Bruh, I'm like dissolved? Pretty sure he I hope doesn't not. Have a uh, I do like Gareth Edwards as a director. Relationship uh, I like his Godzilla movie, and you know, I, I like Rogue One. I can't think of anything else he's made right now. I'm kind of blanking out, but like I said, I'm trying to hurry up and send you guys this voicemail in time. Uh, I'm currently driving right now on my way home, but um. Yeah, I, I, I was just wondering if you guys know what's going on with like his status with Lucasfilm and if you guys think he'll maybe, I don't know, guest direct uh, one of the episodes like in the second season or maybe make a cameo like he did in Last Jedi. Uh, but yeah, that, that's just one of the questions. The other question I have is also based off Andor. What do you guys think of uh, like another Force user showing up, the chances of that happening? Do you think it's just going to be Darth Vader? Reason I ask that is, in pretty much in every Star Wars, like live action, there's always some type of Force user. Be it you know, uh, for Rogue One, it was obviously Darth Vader. Solo had Darth Maul pop up just to show you a lightsaber. Uh, Mandalorian, you know, you have Ahsoka. That's the Force user presence. Uh, I'm trying to think, did Book of Boba Fett have someone? 
uh, Luke Skywalker. No, Luke Skywalker. To that right now. There was really a whole episode of that show that didn't even have Boba Fett in oh, it. No, no, no. Duh. Luke and uh, <laughs> Luke and Ahsoka showed up. He heard me. Uh, I changed the past. But yeah, anyways, um, I'm a Tommy knocker. I don't know. What do you guys? Who do you guys think would show up? If, if do you think it's gonna be Darth Vader and the Inquisitors, or do you think they'll? Uh, not even introduce them in the first season and try to keep it as uh, grounded as usual because the original pitch that Rogue One had like really like captivated me when they basically pitched it as Black Hawk Down but in space and the last pretty much last 30 minutes of Rogue One felt more like a war movie to me and that's like one of my favorite parts of the movie even though it is like really sad <laughs> everyone's what ends up happening to everybody but just the way it was done it was really it really felt like a War in space, so just wondering if like Andrew's gonna be more of that, and uh, yeah, I hope everything's good with you guys. Once again, love the podcast. Hope the voicemail made sense. I know it was like really fast. I gotcha. Hopefully, I'm not rambling on too much, but just trying to make it in time t- uh, for the podcast. But uh, thanks again, guys, and uh, talk to you later. Well, you gotta be safe. I hear, I know you're driving right now. You might even be driving, listening to this. I gotta tell you, man. You had time. You had plenty of time. Get to your destination. Be safe. Don't worry. Send about a couple of jackasses in the southeastern United States a voicemail about Gareth Edwards. Gareth Edwards, by the way, uh, he's on the back of a milk carton at this point. Soul Asylum singing a song about runaway train about his ass. Who knows where Gareth Edwards (laughs) is? You know what I mean? Gone. I mean, he's probably crying in a pile of money somewhere. Actually, I, to full disclosure, I looked it up. Our dude Gareth Edwards has a, a a movie coming out next year. It's called True Love. So it's very a, nice. It's a American sci-fi film written, directed, and produced by Gareth Edwards. It is being um, oh, Allison Janney is in it. You know who that is? That mm-hmm. she's the the mom from Lost and a ton of other things. Um, yeah. And uh, Ken Watanabe. Ken Watanabe. That's cool. All right. I'll check it out, Gareth. I'll give you a couple of bucks. You must have enjoyed working with him on Godzilla. Um, It is kind of... They should have at least let him direct an episode. You know? The dude... Right. All right. So this is what happened. Right? Gareth Edwards shoots the movie. They see something they don't like. And they're like, all right. We're bringing Tony Gilroy on to fix it. And then the movie releases and Gareth Edwards, he's smiling. He's doing all the interviews. He's promoting the movie on the red carpet and shit. And now they act like his ass never even existed. They're like, oh, we're going to do a fucking prequel to that. Let's get the other guy. And Tony Gilroy is fucking walking around with his chest puffed out. talking about how he saved Rogue One. And now look at him. He's not using the volume. He's too good for the volume, Tony Gilroy. Gareth Edwards movie. I think he just wrote the screenplay on the first one, right? Um, No, he directed the reshoots. Well, I mean, he ended up directing the reshoots, but I mean, his involvement before that Mm -mm. Mm -mm. was just Mm -mm. like... He wasn't even involved. He was not involved before the movie. (laughs) He Uh, became involved in the middle of the movie, like Opie. Like Opie on Solo. That's even worse. Yeah. Bruh. If they ever do make a sequel, if they ever do, they're like, you know what? We're going to bring back Alden Ehrenreich. We're going to get uh, Amelia Clark 
Donald Glover, we're going to do it. We're going to hashtag make Solo 2 happen, right? And they turn it into like a Disney Plus show. They should hire Lord and Miller to direct an episode. And for the entire time they're on set, you just hire, uh, what is his name? Opie. Ron Howard. Ron Howard. You just hire Ron Howard to fuck with him. And I don't mean like in a mean way, but just they go to catering and he's behind the fucking counter serving Swedish meatballs and shit. And they're like, is that Ron Howard? Yeah. He's, and he's like, how's it going, guys? Huh? Everything working out? Can I help? You ever <laughs> seen my daughter? Sheesh. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> just to mess with him yeah. a little bit. Bring them coffee that they don't want mm-hmm. or that it's cold. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess I'm going to have to go redo it for you guys. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> uh, Shoo. That's why you listen. That's why the, the person right now, right, who's listened to every single episode, 360 episodes. That's why right then they got the juice right here at the end. They got the juice. It's it worth, worth the squeeze. Shoo. Bro, we should go play Fortnite. We are in sync right now. Talking about bye, bye, bye. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, it's, it's funny. Oh, God. I'm so oh. sorry to all of you that sent in shit this week. I misjudged. I took too much, man. All right. So, uh, hey, you should uh, leave us a... I say maybe listen to 359 other episodes and leave us a review. Don't base it off of this one. You know what I mean? Or base it off of this one if it's a fucking five-star episode. I don't know. Remains to be seen. We'll see how it gets, well, what reaction it gets. I got too Helps much people shit like on. you that like our podcast uh, find other Star Wars podcasts. Exactly. Exactly. Whew. And I guess I said that backwards. Helps people that like Star Wars podcasts find our goofy podcast. That's it. You got it. Thank you. Thank you for the assist. I um, had to, I had to take it back because uh, you just took me to I the reboot the van. You just took me to the reboot, reboot van and brought me back. Dude, you you brought me back in an amazing reboot that I didn't even know was possible. And there was one time when like you killed four dudes before you resed me. I was like, holy shit! I cannot believe this. I'm is happening. telling you, man. I'm pretty good at fucking ruining some preteens nights on a free-to-play game on the Xbox. I'll tell you that. You should also listen to Stone Cobra, you guys. They're the, oh man, such a good band. They're the band. Such good dudes. They were the they're the band that were kind enough to provide the music for this show, right? And a bunch of the Patreon, like most of the Patreon shows, have Stone Cobra music in them. You can find them on iTunes, Spotify, and at StoneCobra.BandCamp.com. Throw them a couple of bucks. Several Buy albums. some music for once. We get it. Streaming yeah, is right. awesome. But like, you know. Several albums that were crucial in my metal education. For reals. We'll see you guys next week. I promise it'll. Something. It will. If all else fails, we'll call my mom again. <laughs> so. Hey, it, I think that was the highlight of this episode. I think so, too. Not we'll, that we didn't, you know, have some spicy, nice moments. We'll but, uh, your mom knocked it out of the park. I'm, ta- I'm talking about getting across this finish line like struggling. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. This has been Blue Harvest. I'm Halls Burkhart. And I'm Will Whitten. May the force be with you. 
May the force be with all of you. May the force be with us.